it's normal, mm. right? It's normal not to remember yeah. stuff. It's normal not to be able to remember stuff that is not important to you. We all seem to have this problem. I know that I hated it. We had some friends in school that had photographic memory and I would want to kick them in the teeth every time mm -hmm. because this guy could sit in class and come and write the test the next day, not ever studying and get 100%. And not everyone's like that. Those guys are the minority. The rest of us, yes, we're going to struggle with memory. It's mm -hmm. normal. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the RLT podcast, where we share some real-life tools, tips, and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to a fresh episode of the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 67. I'm your host, Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual, guys and girls. Welcome back. Welcome back. Get comfortable. Grab a coffee. Grab a seat if you're on the road listening to this. Keep your eyes peeled on the road and just listen to us. I think we've got a nice one here today for us again. I was checking our website the other day just to look at the stats and things like that. I haven't been on there in ages. And did they hack us and make it better? Is that what hackers do nowadays? It is not, no. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you guys have been on the website recently, you would have noticed the exact same thing Leah noticed. And it's a complete revamp of the website. So the website is back up and running. Everything's running so much smoother. Leon, what did you think of the Jeez, new interface it, and the new design and everything? I, I love it. It's it's nice. It's modern, everything like that. But what I really liked is that, you know, I could enter the website within seconds. So it's not as bloaty and as hard to get stuff <laughs> anymore. I, I almost gave kudos to hackers there because I felt like, you know, <laughs> if that's what hackers do, I would definitely want to thank them for making our stuff better. Um, but, but yeah, so go check yeah, it out. I'm, I'm absolutely no graphic designer or website designer at all, but I think that it's a lot better now. You can find all the information in one place. We've got all of our blog posts going up there. We've got our weekly podcast getting published there as well as some YouTube mm -hmm. content. So if you haven't checked it out, go and check it out. There's also a free giveaway that we're doing still running for quite some time now since i think episode five or something yes. around there <laughs> yes. um, where we give you a free budget template yes. five steps and you have your own budget template that's the template that i use personally it's the template that leon uses personally it's something that i designed i use it and i'm still not bankrupt and i'm the spender <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. Wonderful it's straightforward budget, it gets straight you forward. to where you want to be in your financial goals there's yep. no strings attached you simply have to sign up to our newsletter so go and check it out i designed that thing like 13 years ago i've been using it for 13 years and i've been making mm. so so many improvements on it what is the website <laughs> oh yeah shoot. that's a very good point go check it out it's rltstudios.com we will refresh that and plug it back in the end as that's well that's quite important to mention it is leon i think it is time for us to deep dive into this week's episode yeah. and the content what do we have planned for this week i think it's quite important and quite interesting i don't know i forgot um <laughs> no pun intended um so yeah basically this week is going to be all about forgetfulness and i think it's something geez it's something that i struggle with and I kind of always thought that it's just me, so I kept it quiet and to myself. I would never really talk to people about how forgetful I am. But my mm -hmm. wife, especially because she asks me so many little small things to remember and stuff like that, she was the first one to point out that, you know, it's, it's fine to just admit that you're forgetful. She does the same. And, uh, you know, it was this weird 
embarrassment that I walked around with for a very, very long time. Because it's not like my mm. grades were exceptionally bad in school. It's not like I didn't reach a certain success level in life at least. So I can't be stupid, right? <laughs> but I do forget. I forget freaking everything, man. And especially yeah. details, especially stuff that I'm not interested in, that doesn't phase me, that I'm not a fan of, you know. Um, shopping lists. Oh, my word, dude. You'll give me... Mm -hmm. As soon as it goes over four items, I'll remember the first three. If it goes to seven... And directions I'll, as well. Do, <laughs> don't you find do, it don't with even directions? Don't bother. If, yeah, just tell me the address, give me the pin, <laughs> <laughs> share yeah. the pin with me. So yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be about, is being, you know, being forgetful and what can really be done about it and how can you improve it? it is it something that's just inherently going to be there and there's almost nothing you can do about it? Yeah. Or is it at least some stuff that you can try or there's some tools in the world that can help you remember a little bit better so yeah super stoked for this i'm hoping that i can practice what i preach after this as well <laughs> yeah i think it is such an interesting topic because i think it's something that we all suffer with it's it's not just you i suffer with the exact same thing and i Thank think you. it doesn't really <laughs> depend <laughs> it doesn't really depend on what type of information it is but today is all going to be about fighting your forgetfulness Mm. How to effectively retain knowledge using the Ebbinghaus forgetting curve. What is the Ebbinghaus forgetting curve and all mm. of those things. And we're actually going to deep dive into some really, really good studies as well. And we'll leave you guys with some great tips at the end so that you can actually go and improve this and understand why is it that we're struggling to retain information, whether it is mm. something that you read in a book, something that you listen to on a podcast, on this podcast. Why is it and what can we do to try and retain that knowledge for as long as possible? And I think for me, it's so interesting, Leanne, because... Because, you know, it, it's so tough for us to sit down and actually take time out of your busy schedule to practice something or to read up on something, mm. to do something for yourself, right? And so when I do put that time aside, I want to make the most of it. I want to retain that information. You know, of for course. me, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a person who loves reading, but I absolutely love the knowledge and the content of these books that I'm reading, right? Or mm. listening to. And if I'm going to put out time to go through a book, to power through to the end i mm. want to be able to retain that information and that's all that we're going to be talking about today is how do we actually do that and it all starts off with a guy a very clever guy by the name of herman ebbinghaus who yes. started a study and he wanted to understand why is it that our memory retention sucks and how badly does it suck so he actually performed the study by himself in 1880 i think to 1885 is 1885. one century my predecessor so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so he <laughs> actually went and he said okay i'm going to study a whole bunch of stuff i'm going to try and see how long i retain that information and about a month later he found out that he only retained about 10 percent. that's 90 yeah. percent of the stuff that he already forgot within a month and he's a clever dude and he's a clever dude <laughs> right so he actually published his findings of the study and it was later on backed up by neuroscientists saying that yes. this is in fact true this is in fact the human brain and this is what it does it retains certain information and it doesn't retain other information and mm. they wanted to find out why exactly it is and what kind of information and how do you improve that and that's all we're going to be talking about today leon so the ebbinghaus forgetting curve basically focuses on two main things right it mm -hmm. it came down to number one the strength of your memory 
And number two, the time that has passed since you actually learned something. So that's the two main factors that plays a key role in memory retention. And I think if we start off with the first one and we dive into the second one, there's so much more that isn't mentioned in the study that I want to be touching on a little bit later as well. It does make a lot of sense, right? If your mind is like a muscle and if you exercise it regularly, you're going to be able to retain more information. So the strength of your memory, I think, does play a key role. Is there anything else that we're missing out of this study, do you think? Yeah, 100%. I think there are a few things that one can also consider when you look at memory retention. Um, Something that I found, and I'm happy to see that studies kind of support what I'm thinking, is that the meaningfulness of the information is a big factor, right? So, for example, if it's something to do with a hobby, you'll probably learn super fast what goes on, what to remember, what the rules are, etc. Because you are super invested and interested in it. If it's math, <laughs> you know, and you're in school and, and, and you're not going to be a mathematician, you want to go work with wild animals maybe or something like that, I promise you, you're going to have a tough time. So the meaningfulness yeah. and the relevance of the information to your life is a huge factor in my opinion. It also bears to mention that you know the way that the information comes to you so the way that it's represented yeah I was just gonna say yeah that's super mm-hmm. important as well I'm quite a lazy listener um, myself I would watch a movie with my wife and I would follow the main core plot the whole way mm-hmm. through but I would not give a damn about the the small little details. Yeah. So you can imagine what a hard time I had with series like Lost or Game of Thrones, where there is mm-hmm. literally a plethora or Lord of the Rings. You still can't oh, yeah. ask me yeah, more yeah. or less who was what, but I can tell you what the thing's about. It's a bloody ring that people need to go and find, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so the way that it is presented is super important to me. It needs to come in a specific form. I'm quite good at the reading thing once again. You know, that's a way for mm-hmm. me to be very intentional. I have to literally spell out the words and stuff. And I think through that process, it kind of goes into a slightly deeper place in my head. Mm-hmm. I think those are probably the two biggest factors for me, apart from the ones mentioned before. Are there any f- other ones that you maybe have in mind as yeah, well? Yeah, I think I think one of the other things that I can think of, and at first, before we get into that, I wanted to say that I'm exactly the same, you know, I, and this is something that I needed to, I wish I, I, I discovered way earlier in my life and Mm. it's the fact that i hate reading Mm. and i I struggle reading and i struggle retaining information that i've read in the past right so Mm. what Mm. i discovered that's just going to make it so much easier for me to get through certain content was to listen to audiobooks as opposed to actually reading it right and this is something that we've discussed in the past but I, i really do find that i retain information a lot better if it comes in audio form or Mm. in video form as opposed to actually studying. So I've studied for my past exams and and wrote those exams and everything. And the first thing that I try to do is by actually picking up a book and you're summarizing everything, taking notes of everything and try and force myself to retain that information. And it really, I really struggled for it to stick. But as soon as I discovered that there's video content out there, Mm. I absorbed that information so much easier. And once you know that about yourself, you know how to go about learning and how to go about retaining that information, right? So I feel that that's absolutely a valid point. One other thing that I read in the past or listened to in the past as well that was mentioned to me was that sleep and your psychological state of mind oh, yes. actually plays a key role in that as well. How stressed out That's are you? That's huge, I think. Yeah. You know, what's going on in your life? Because 
all of that is mental clutter and you cannot yeah. absorb new information if you know you you clutter it up it's almost like a sponge right so mm. basically what sleep does and we've discussed this in the past in the insomnia episode that we did as well is that you need that sleep because that sleep is where your mind goes quiet and it starts forming these neural pathways between all of the 100%. information or the content and the context that you've received and it starts linking up those two and that's how you start retaining a lot of information by getting the, the sleep that you need after studying or after reading something or after looking or listening to something yeah. and also before because if your mind is still if your sponge is still full and you know you try and put more more. water in that you can't right it's not gonna it's literally just gonna leak out so you need to have sleep before you actually start studying before you consume that information Mm. and again after after. it basically cements the information in there so i feel that the psychological mindset and your situation plays a key role dude how many how many times have you I, i go back to my school days and and varsity days with some tests, I was so nervous the night of studying, the last bit of the night of studying, right? Because I just couldn't remember the stuff. And mm-hmm. then I go to bed, I wake up in the morning early because I want to continue studying. And guess what? I, I remember the stuff now. Yeah. Um, it happened, I would almost say 100% all of the time with oh, yeah. every single test. That last minute studying late the night where you just can't jam stuff into your head anymore. The best thing you can probably do then, and again, I was a sort of like a push it to the last minute kind of studier. <laughs> um, too, yeah. The best thing you can sometimes do is go to go to sleep. And and I promise yeah. you, these were like power nap sleeps. They weren't even the proper eight hours. They would be like four, mm-hmm. five hours, wake up early and yeah. revise the work. And my word, I would then suddenly remember most of those things that I was just now, last night, not able to recite or to remember. And I think sleep is super important. It is important, but you just pointed out something that is even more interesting. And this plays into what we just mentioned about the Ebbinghaus Mm. forgetting curve. So if you don't know what the Ebbinghaus forgetting curve is, there's a great, just go and Google (laughs) that, right? Because there's a great illustration of a graph, basically... On the y-axis, there is a percentage Mm -hmm. of the information that you remember. And on the x-axis, yeah, the time since you learned something. And the funniest thing is that, of course, on day one, you still, you lose some of that information, right? So it might go from 100% of knowledge retention Mm. from the day that you just learned something or you've literally just read something or looked at something or studied something. The very next day, you'll really start losing about 20%, 20 to 40% of that information. So the best way, and, and that makes a lot of sense, right? Because what you said, and I think that's probably what worked for me as well, is a lot of mm. my friends started studying weeks in advance, and then they get to the test day and they struggle. I studied mm. the night before, the very next day I write the test, but ask me two weeks after the test, and I probably can't <laughs> yeah, tell you yeah, what I wrote down. So right? Even, I can't even remember the answers that I put to some of these questions. And this is exactly why. Mm. Is Ebbinghaus actually found that the longer you wait since the day you learned or consumed that information, the more information you're going to forget about. Exactly. And so how do we combat that? And that is simple. The answer is so, so simple. You can kick yourself. It's by simple revision. It's literally simple revision. (laughs) So if you drop about 20 to 40% of memory retention within the first day, what do you do? Mm. You simply go and revise that, push that back up to 
100%. And then the funny thing is, and the most interesting thing here, is that the forgetting curve starts evening out. Mm. What I mean by that is that you're pushing information from your short-term memory into long-term memory. Why? Because of repetition, mm. because of revision. And that is mm. why we have revision in school. And that is why in any sort of training, you have to refresh your memory once again in like three months or four months yeah. or six months, right? Why? Because repetitiveness works. As with anything in life, if you practice, if you practice, if you practice, you're going to reach perfection. 100%. And so that's what we're basically saying here is how do we fix the forgetfulness? It's mm. by constantly repeating and revising the information. Don't you find that extremely insightful? It's it's insane. And I think, like you said, it's actually, I think the answer has always been there for most of us. I think a lot of us have done revision in the past and we were taught this in school. But you kind mm -hmm. of unlearn a lot of the good learning habits from school the moment you exit school. Yeah, because um, you get so, lazy. <laughs> yeah, you get lazy and life gets going and, and there's a yeah. lot of new things that you need to pay attention to. Now, areas where I've actually realized that I have to have the capability to learn still, even though I'm not in a physical school that is just surrounded by learning, is that you're going to find this, these challenges in your work life every now and again. Yeah. You're going to probably get new challenges, new tasks, new projects, new equipment, new things that you need to figure out and work with. And that's where I, I find that every time you can sort of, and this kind of comes into the point that I had around the relevance of the information to you. When you can start moving data or information into a more practical way yeah that also solidifies information super hardcore for me yeah so for example for us right now what we're doing now by doing podcasts about information that we find interesting by virtue of us doing that we will now remember this concept better Absolutely. because we took it from a theoretical point of view we consumed it in a book we maybe consumed it on a youtube video or a, or, or something now we talk about it we discuss it we reiterate the concepts and this is a method of once again solidifying it in your head. Same goes with work. Mm -hmm. I always we we've got a very practical job, uh, Marty and I, and everything we do is also on a paper form as well. There's the theory, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. we always joke that you can write as many tests on what we do as you want. You will not be good at our job. It's yeah. all about practice and repetition at the end of the mm -hmm. day. So what Ebbinghaus is telling us is. Whether you are repeating the learning part or any kind of repetition of the subject matter, whether it's in a physical form, the theoretical form, the practical form of that subject matter, that is what makes it stick around in the long-term memory. If it's in long-term memory, it almost becomes habitual. It, it yeah. becomes like walking, you know, when yeah. you're a child. You have to learn small little bits and bobs and then repeat and repeat and you get better. And yeah. now it's habitual, it's subliminal, it happens by itself. And you will never forget how to do it. It's like riding a bike. You can ride a bike when you're six years old from all the hundreds of times that you had to fall and get back up and repeat and repeat and repeat. You can take a bicycle for 20 years away from a person, climb back on one. He'll maybe struggle a little bit and look a bit wobbly, but he is going to ride that bicycle. <laughs> and that's yeah. the concept on 
information as well. It's a, it's almost like my girlfriend because she hasn't been on a bicycle in ages. And then when I try to get her into mountain biking, she at first kicked and screamed. And then she was like, okay, fine, <laughs> let me try. And she literally had tears in her eyes the first time that she had to get on a bike again. She was terrified to death. But after an hour or two hours, she was a pro at it once again, you know, after exactly. years and years. It's just something. And unlike the metaphor of watering a plant, and that is what it is, oh, right? Yes. When you're, when one. you, when you consume information, you basically have the seed, you plant it, right? Now, if you if you don't continuously water that seed, maybe you water it for the first week or the second week and it starts mm. growing. But if you stop watering it after like a month or two months, it's going to die, right? And that's yes. basically what we're saying is with any information that you want to retain, continue watering that plant, mm. continue watering mm. it, continue watering it, even if it's in the and little And the more ways. you water it, the more majestic the plant gets as well right Absolutely. so the the harder yeah. you practice at something the harder that you remember something the better you will infinitely get at that yeah, I mean, thing once it's a, once it's grown into a tree you don't have to water it once every week right maybe yeah, exactly. once a year you know not every month or anything exactly because now you are there you've got the information for me it's such an interesting topic leon but i think we have mm. to get to the meat and the bone of meat what this potatoes. means for us right it's the meat and potatoes <laughs> right how can we go about applying this to our lives oh, yes. and this is where we switch over to the famous real life talk. <laughs> Leon, did I build it up too much? Because we yeah, had to do dude. a retake on yours uh, there. Eh? You got oh. overexcited. <laughs> I stay tuned for the blooper reel. There's a fantastical um, <laughs> intro that I just <laughs> did there that, that will not funny. go on the live. It's, it's almost like I built it up too much and uh, you just got overexcited. Leon, Jeez, we've unpacked so much here mm. today. And I think that it is such an interesting topic because if we can retain information, we can use that information. And if we can't yes. retain it, then that just feels like time wasted, right? So we touched yes. on the Ebbinghaus forgetting curve, which is the meat of this episode, Leon. There's just so much insight that came from this study, right? Mm. Understanding mm. why we lose some information and what we can do to try and mitigate that, right? We've unpacked mm -hmm. that those two factors that we mentioned right in the beginning, your strength of your memory, as well as the time that has passed, absolutely mm. are key factors that play in the retention of that information. But some other factors that one needs to take into consideration are things like, what is your state of mind you know psychologically do you get enough sleep are you stressed out and if so obviously it's going to take more time for you to retain that information or to cement it yeah, back in there because exactly. sleep plays a key role we also touched and you pointed out something that is absolutely relevant is how do you best consume information? How do you best mm. retain information? Is that through text by actually reading something? It is for my girlfriend. It's not for me. Is it through mm. audio? That works for me. Audio books, right? Mm. Listening to mm. something, listening to podcasts, listening to a story that somebody's telling. Is it video? Because then you start looking at pictures and mm. illustrations and you've got the audio. Different areas of well. the brain that you trigger. Of course. Yeah. And those things just work so much better for me as well. Mm. But also, I think the most important thing that you you mentioned is is it meaningful information is it mm. something that is relevant to you is it something that is important to you because those things if you don't have an interest in it you're gonna suck and that's what we see year in year out yes. with kids going to varsity studying things becoming a doctor becoming a lawyer becoming you know a, a cpa why because their parents told them to mm. if it's not relevant to them they're gonna struggle to get through that information they're not yes. gonna find 100%. interest in it so we've unpacked so much Leanne, but mm. what we need to do 
do is we need to leave our listeners with some tips. How do we actually apply this to our lives? There are mm. some things that we've already pointed out, but what would your one or two or three key takeaways be on this topic for this week? Yeah, I think I only really have one or two tips to leave after the whole episode that's pretty much been tip loaded. I think yeah. what, what works for me, so I hate the fact, like I said in the beginning, I hated the fact that I can't remember stuff. And I kind of kept it very, very secret. So I was embarrassed by it. I thought it's just me. So one of the tips that I would say, and it, it, again, it kind of comes back to what we've already said, is you have to find a way for you as, as a person to take in the knowledge. I remember we used to have certain kids in school. We used to call them plichis for those uh, Afrikaans people listening. <laughs> they would go weeks before. They'll re-summarize their already summarized stuff. They'll have highlighters in different colors and all this yeah. stuff. And guess what? They outperformed me every single time. And it's because they made an effort mm -hmm. to make the information into a consumable way. Like I said, if it's presentable, if it's a, coming in a mm -hmm. way that you enjoy, you will have a better chance of retaining mm -hmm. it. For me, it's pretty much a concept of I need to be very still. I need to find the time. My mind must not be cluttered or otherwise engaged in anything. I have to kind of leave my personal stuff. I need to be able to leave my work stuff and just focus on if it's, for example, reading or consuming new information that I've never had. So one of the tips that I'm trying to get to is find a time during the day where you are mm. very spongy. <laughs> you know what I mean? For mm. me, it's late at night mm. when everyone's asleep. The whole city seems quiet. I don't have work anymore. It's far away from me. My kids are not going to bother me. And it's just me and a book or a study or an article or an iPad, whatever your fix is, an audio book. Uh, in Martin's case, mm -hmm. that works wonders to remove yourself from whatever environment is keeping you back from getting the information in. And then, like I said, secondly, do it in the way that you like to do. I do a lot of YouTube research every now and again because I also enjoy the picturesque flavor that comes into that and the storytelling that comes into yeah. that. For Marnu, it might be audiobooks. For me, it might be paperback books. Mm -hmm. But find what works for you and then stick to that. That's going to be what's, yeah. what's going to make you successful. And then secondly, my, my last tip, and this is probably the most obvious one, it's normal, mm. right? It's normal not to remember yeah. stuff. It's normal not to be able to remember stuff that is not important to you. We all seem to have this problem. I know that I hated it. We had some friends in school that had photographic memory and I would want to kick them in the teeth every time mm -hmm. because this guy could sit in class and come and write the test the next day, not ever studying and get 100%. And not everyone's like that. Those guys are the minority. The rest of us, yes, we're going to struggle with memory. It's mm -hmm. normal. Get a tool or a crutch to rely on if you do really struggle with basic memory loss like I do. I cannot remember a shopping list. Mm -hmm. I cannot re remember a uh, chores or an errand uh, list that I need to run the day. Um, I actually went right before this uh, recording to quickly get some stuff for a camping trip. And the whole night last night, I remembered there's three things. I just remember my hand needs to th show the, the number three. And I still don't know, sitting here speaking mm -hmm. to you right now, I got two things. <laughs> I know there's a third one that I forgot. Yeah. And it's because I didn't freaking yeah. create my list like I'm supposed to. 
use Trello, use Notes, use yeah. Notepad, mm-hmm. use an iPad, use a reminder system, an yeah. alarm system, whatever it is, find a crutch to help you with the laborious task mm. of remembering stupid stuff that's not interesting that you have to still kind yeah. of remember. And that will be it, Absolutely. man. That's going to be my two tips. And that's that. going to be, that's going to keep your marriage uh, in check as well, by the way. <laughs> True story. It is. Absolutely. And I, and I agree with you because technology is there. We should leverage it. We should use it for these mm. type of things. Repetition is key. So if you have to set up reminders, if you yeah, have you to can't repeat the shopping list, you know, so you have to figure a way out exactly. to, for that one use case. Absolutely love it. One of the only tips that I have, maybe two tips, but my first one would be be retelling stories it's something that oh, i've yeah. uh, that i've discovered recently like what we is that when now. i listen yeah exactly when i listen to a podcast and i and, and it was super interesting i would actually go and uh, you know I, I pride myself in the fact that i've got an amazing girlfriend because she actually listens to the most boring stories and the only reason she i hears, tell it she to doesn't her doesn't necessarily listen <laughs> that's she it, zones that's out it. probably <laughs> the only reason i tell her these things is not because i think it interests her no i tell it to her because me retelling what happened in that podcast mm. or what happened in one. my day or what happened with a certain thing that i try to figure out and i managed to figure it out is i'm cementing that down for myself by retelling mm. that story if there's something that happened of importance or you watched a very interesting documentary retelling the happenings to a friend to a colleague to someone and that's the one Mm. thing that we always did we always had that in common is when we arrived at work we always had our morning chats and that helps you so much to retain information because you're replaying the information in your own mind you're retelling it and reframing it in your own words and your own sentences Mm. and that just really helps you cement things down so retelling stories to people even if it interests them or if it doesn't right Mm. retelling that actually cements that information Number two from from my side is summarize. Always summarize, summarize, Mm, summarize. mm. So if you've just come out of a major meeting, this is something that I've struggled with my whole life. I take my meeting notes and everything, right? Is even if you don't take your notes during that meeting, after that meeting, sit down, summarize something for yourself, a few bullet points to say that, okay, what the hell just happened? What happened in that meeting, right? Summarizing the information for yourself basically brings it all together and it, it doesn't use up as much space as it would have by just trying yeah. to understand what just that happened is, in the that's, that's actually true. summarizing condensing the information for yourself bullet mm. pointing things so those are my only two tips those are great and then again those are great. go and review the ebbing house forgetting curve if you've never seen mm. it a visual representation of it could do you wonders it's practical and it's cool yeah, yeah. i like it because it's visual Absolutely. Leon, it's been such an insightful episode. I think it's something that we've been wanting to cover for quite some time now, but we kept on Mm. forgetting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we put it on our list, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for joining us this week on the Real Life Tips podcast. Don't forget to go and check out our brand new redesigned website at rltstudios.com. There's a free giveaway there. All you have to do is just submit your name and email address and we will send you a mailer from time to time. We promise to not spam you. We probably we don't have the time. I haven't even sent out <laughs> mailers yet. Yeah. But go and sign up. It's a free budget. It really will help you in your financial success going forward. Yeah. Until next time, we look forward to seeing you guys back here on the show with us. This is me signing off. Mono. You were joined by Leon. Stay safe. Stay rad. We'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.
What's up guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.